You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. Paul had the background of background, so we're not knocking that. Best family, right education, right background, experience. He had it all. But when he met Christ, he said something interesting about that in Philippians chapter 3. And the way he says it is this, Philippians 3. Uh, just read down with me a couple of verses down to verse 3. He says, for it is we who are the circumcision, we who worship by the Spirit of God, that's by the Holy Spirit, that's how we are activated in our relationship with God, who glory in Christ Jesus and who put no confidence in the flesh. Now that did not mean for Paul that he didn't have the right education, that he couldn't go in to certain settings and go into the synagogue and teach. He could because he had all of that background and history. He was a Jew of the Jews, a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Put him with the religious leaders, put him with the Pharisees, put him with the Sadducees, put him with the teachers of the law. He could stand on his own and he did. Take him to Athens and put him with the greatest thinkers of the day. He could stand on his own two feet and he did. But what he was saying was, even though I have all the credentials, all the experience, all the background and all the ability, my confidence is not in me. My confidence is not in the flesh. My confidence is in the spirit because my mission isn't just to be the smartest guy in the room or to show everybody how much I know or to show everybody how much experience I have. My mission is to see God change the hearts of men from death to life, open eyes blinded by the dark and to do supernaturally powerful things that cannot be done by a human being. And so he said, I put no confidence in the flesh. I'll tell you, for me, I'll prepare a talk. I'll work hard over what I'm doing. I'll try to hone my craft. I try to be ready to serve. But I would not walk on this stage in this moment without praying to God Almighty, would you please, Holy Spirit, speak through me and do through me what I cannot do today. I don't come here and say, I'm just going to stand up here until I feel the unction. And once I feel the unction, then we'll kind of shift gears and something will happen because I'm called to be accountable. I'm called to do a good job. I'm called to take seriously my role and I'm called to be equipped. So I have a background. I have education. I have higher learning. I have a lot of experience and I work really hard at it, but I put no confidence in that. I put all my confidence in Christ and in the Holy Spirit to do what only he can do because the mission is big and what is stake is large. The second shift of attitude I believe is a humility because I believe humility is necessary for Holy Spirit power to be at work. I believe the enemy of the Holy Spirit is pride because pride basically is just saying to God, I got this. And the Holy Spirit will say to pride, Okay. But humility says, I want to abandon confidence in self. And I want to embrace the possibility of the Holy Spirit of God. 
I want to abandon the flesh and embrace the flame. I want to empty myself of self and sin. And I want to ask you to completely and totally fill me. And when that happens, then it sounds like a mighty wind. And it seems like tongues of fire. And all of a sudden people are doing, enabled by the Holy Spirit, things they've never done before. I'll tell you why I think God waited until 50 days. The main reason was because of the promise. And he helped us understand the reason for the Spirit in the fact that the Spirit came on Pentecost. And, and for us, we've got to get ourselves in a Jewish mindset. There were three festivals in the Jewish mind where the Jew would make a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. So three times a year, whether you were out in the diaspora in Asia, what is now Iraq or Iran, or whether you were up in Asia Minor, where it's Turkey or Greece, or whether you were down along in Africa, down in Libya, or somewhere in Egypt, wherever you were in the known ancient world, three times a year, if you were a Jew, you would pilgrimage to Jerusalem. One of those times was Passover. So a lot of Jews would have just been in Jerusalem for Passover. But another one of those three is called the Festival of Weeks, also known as the Festival of the Harvest or of the First Fruits. And going all the way back to Old Testament days, a Jew would pilgrimage again to Jerusalem. So on the 50th day, hello, Jews from all over the known world were in Jerusalem. So that when the Holy Spirit came on these believers, they immediately started speaking in other languages. It was like Rosetta Stone on steroids. I mean, people are like, boom, hello, habla espanol. Hello, I'm speaking in, 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 in this language and in that language and the other language. Why did that matter? Because God had already gathered because of the festival season, all of the whole world in the city of Jerusalem. So when they came out the door speaking in all these different languages, Immediately, the promise was fulfilled. Jerusalem got it, Judea got it, Samaria got it, and the ends of the earth got it all on day one. God exponentially ramped up the promise and fulfilled it on the very first day. How amazing is that? So they weren't sitting around going, well, today we're in Jerusalem, but one day we're gonna go to the ends of the earth. No, I already brought the ends of the earth to you. That's why I waited till Pentecost to pour out the Holy Spirit. And amazingly, God has brought the whole world to us. So this whole mindset that we used to have way back in the day growing up, which was if you want to take the gospel to the people of the world, you have to go out to the people of the world. And all of a sudden you realize that God's brought all the people of the world to the city that we live in. And all you have to do is go four cubicles down in the power of the spirit of God to take the story of Jesus to the ends of the earth. Now, some of us are going to leave Atlanta. Some of us are going to jettison from life as we know it. Some of us are going to actually physically move out. But you don't have to have that mindset to live in the promise. You just have to have a humility that says, I understand there's no plan B. The church is plan A. And I'm a part of that plan. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.